Welcome to the Good Fight Radio Show, a program dedicated to bringing you vital and uncompromised truths that you won't hear in the mainstream media, discussing contemporary issues in light of the Bible and how these issues relate to family, culture, and the church. The heart of this show is to glorify Jesus Christ and expose the works of darkness as he is commanded in Ephesians 5.11. Now here's your host, Good Fight Ministries' own Chad Davidson. In Revelation, the 13th chapter, we're told about the beast and his system in which whether the small or the great or rich or poor or free or slave are required to get a mark on their right hand or on their forehead. And this mark will allow them to buy or sell. Now, with the dawning of coronavirus and then the now injection (laughs) that has been given out by vaccine, and the mandates thereof, many people are questioning whether or not this vaccine is in fact the mark of the beast prophesied in Revelation 13. So to discuss this is the president and founder of Good Fight Ministries and pastor of Blessed Hope Chapel in Simi Valley, California, Pastor Joe Schimmel. How are we doing today? I'm doing great. I'm ready to get in the show because uh, there's some great concerns we ought to have. And uh, there's two different questions. Is this the mark of the beast? And uh, if you affirm it is, you have to be able to say, yeah, this is 666 going to your right hand or forehead and so forth. But if you say it's not, that doesn't mean you don't believe that it's not part of a system that's ba- basically gaining speed and heading toward what will become the mark of the beast because that's another question we need to look at as well. And as a young Christian, several years ago, uh, born again, when I was right, right around the time I turned 18, I was studying scripture and I studied a lot of prophecy too. I was just reading the word. And, and one of the scriptures I committed to memory pretty early on was Revelation 13, uh, 16, 17, and 18, where it says he caused all the small and the great, the rich and the poor, the free and the bond to be given a mark in the right hand of their forehead and that no one could buy unless they have this mark. The name of the beast or the number of his name, is, his number will be 666. And that's still in my memory from all those years because uh, I've, I've always been watching, you know, the world system and where it's headed. And, uh, we've, we, we speak, I mean, it's, we do a lot about spiritual warfare, uh, evil and cult, uh, pop culture and so forth, apologetics, discernment ministry, but we also have a strong emphasis, and you need to be, I believe, as a believer, to be well-rounded. You need to have an emphasis also in understanding the times because you really can't discern uh, what's going on in spiritual warfare uh, and these other areas I talked about, even apologetics, and be a really good apologist if you're ignoring the size of the times. It says the sons of Issachar knew what to do because they understood the times. And Jesus rebuked the religious leaders of his day because uh, they could tell the weather. He said, you know, when the weather, uh, you know, when it's red and you don't know what the weather's going to be like the next day, but you can't tell the signs of the times. So we need to keep our head and our heart in the scripture and look at all these things. But at the same time, we have to be very careful uh, when, the, when, when social security numbers came out. There were many concerned that that was the mark of the beast. And actually Rockefeller, or I should say Roosevelt, uh, assured the people, well, you know what? This will never be an identification number. And guess what? It wasn't the mark of the beast, but guess what eventually became? An identification number. And I'm not saying if you have the identification number of, you know, the social security number, you have the mark of the beast. You don't. However, all of this has been moving forward toward a globalistic system as Satan is the prince of the power of the air that works through the children's disobedience to bring them into this collectivist, uh, this globalistic type of society where there will be a one world economy. And to look at this going on and what's going on here and to think that there aren't evil forces that want to capitalize on this, uh, you know, 
so-called you know pandemic, uh, you know, I personally think that we really need to take a look at it and see where this is going. No, and I think that is a wonderful opening for people to understand, uh, you know, why this is so important, why it's important to have these conversations and to look at the scripture and say, the scriptures foretold these things taking place. Jesus giving long sermons about this, mm-hmm. and we'll talk about that, the I'm sure. one he ever gave. And an entire book in, in Revelation specifically, it's really important that we tackle this because we, you know what? Not enough people are, and the people that are a lot of times are doing it sometimes from a wacky standpoint that isn't really one from, one from Scripture. So we want to do it right. and say, what do the Scriptures say in light of what's going on in the news as yeah, well? Yeah, there are, there are those, and this, this breaks my heart, but it's true. You have biased confirmation on both sides of the issue. So you have some people that will just stamp and approve every statement that's made against the vaccination, and then they make us look foolish because they just say, oh, this is true. Oh, this is true. Oh, did you see this study? Oh, this. And this person said this, and they just believe everything. Okay, the Lord does not want us to, you know, uh, you know, basically check our brain at the door and just rubber stamp everything that's anti the vaccine. Then you have other people on the other side where it's well, whatever the government says, you know, it's it, it's it's the government saying it, and MSNBC and 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 uh, CNN said it, and even Fox said this. So therefore, this must be legitimate. We need to look at both sides of the issue, and one of the things we need to do as well is we need to walk in love toward one another. You know, uh, we need to make sure we don't think that we ourselves are the gospel that we ourselves are the way, the truth, and life. It's God's word. It's Christ who is the way, the truth, and life. We want to make sure that when we major, that we major on Jesus always, that our main issue does not become COVID, the vaccination. The, the, the plain things, the main things are the plain things in Scripture. The plain things should be the main things in Scripture. However, one of the plain things in Scripture is that we are going to a globalistic society where every nation, kindred, and tongue will worship the beast and follow the Antichrist, and there will definitely be a marking system and Satan is very subtle, he's very wise, he's very clever, so he can roll it out a lot of different ways, so we have to be very, very aware. But there are Christians who are reading different sets, they're, they're just looking at it through different lenses. And I found by looking at it, I've looked at some of the arguments on both sides for some time now, I thought, wow, that sounds like a good argument, as the scriptures say, until you look, the Bible says in Proverbs, until you look at the other side of the issue. Then I'm like, man, I don't want to agree with the liberals on this side, but yeah, you know what? Your point really stinks right there because you actually misquoted that, that you misquoted that study or you, you've stated something that's not actually true. And at the same time, but I, you know, I'm more, I'm more, now I don't, I had Trump just come out. We heard Trump come out what, last week telling everybody in Georgia at one of his big speeches, you know, take the vax, make sure you get vaccinated. This is Donald Trump, the hero of so many people are saying, don't take the vaccination. He's saying, take the vaccination, take the vaccination. And I had somebody who I love very much saying, I'm glad Trump said that. And I, I texted the person. I said, you know what? I'm not glad he said that because guess what? He could hurt a lot of people because there's a lot of people that if they take the vaccination, like myself, I've had COVID. I mean, I, I, why would I take the vaccination when there are potential and there's even some, some are, uh, some doctors are coming out saying there's really a lot greater, more layered uh, adverse effects that'll come upon you if you've already had COVID and you take the vaccination. So, uh, plus when I see from the Cleveland Clinic who studied over 5,000 of their own employees, it's a big medical association, huge. They studied over 5,000 of their own employees and they studied 1,300 of them who had contracted uh, the, COVID, uh, uh, the COVID disease and they followed them and these guys were laboratory confirmed uh, COVID. They got COVID, no doubt about it. Well, guess what? They followed all 1,300 of them and these guys were laboratory convinced. And then guess what? Uh, all these months and months later, unless there's brand new news that's come out that I haven't seen, 
Not one of these guys was vaccinated and all of them still have not gotten COVID again and they have natural immunity, which is showing us that natural immunity is way, way, way better than the vaccination shot. So why am I being told and why am I being taught, why am I being treated as though I'm some, you know, carrier or potential carrier of this disease when I'm better off than the people who have been vaccinated? I don't care if you've been vaccinated with, with, you know, the mRNAs from, you know, whether it's, you know, Johnson Johnson's non-MRNA or it was, uh, you know, Pfizer's and the uh, Moderna's and so forth. You can take them all. You're still not as good. You're not as well off as those of us who've had COVID. So I hear that. And I'm like, you know what, Trump? You're wrong by saying, go, everybody she needs to go out and get vaccinated. I'm like, wrong. You're wrong because that could be dangerous to many of us. Okay. And, you know, my life is in Christ's hands. I'm not worried about myself, but I'm concerned about a lot of people say they have natural immunity. And then all of a sudden they've got this spike protein all over their body, which was supposed to be just located in your arm. And they've got this disease enhancement thing going on to a degree. And we're still waiting for, I mean, it's going to take a little more time to see what happens with this, right? Uh, which I think is interesting as well. But I think it's interesting. Uh, then you get more, but you have natural immunity. Then you get that stuff stuck in you when you have God-given natural immunity already. Hmm, you've got, well, it, they disappear after three months. The T and B cells don't. They're they're dormant. But as soon as you, if, if you have natural immunity, as soon as you get a whiff of that stuff or it comes into your system, man, that stuff rebuilds a defense that's way beyond anything the vaccinations are doing. So there's some concerns I have as far as honesty and whether who's telling the truth. And by the way, keep in mind, we're dealing with, we're dealing with liars oftentimes. The Bible says, cursed is the one who puts his trust in man. And keep in mind, I'm going to be honest with you. I am not an anti-vaxxer. I'm not the one that says every single vaccination is evil. I believe you have to look at them uh, individually. Uh, yeah, some vaccinations, you got to be concerned. Is it the result of aborted babies and so forth? Ooh, that's a huge concern to me. But guess what? You, yeah, rabies, man, the vaccination there, mm, you, can, you can tie. But guess what? There's rabies vaccinations that are now made from chill, uh, cells that came from chickens. They have nothing to do with aborted babies, okay? Then you have to say, is it worth getting rabies or not? Or offsetting that with a vaccination. You have to look at each one individually, then my estimation. And that's because what I do is I don't just say, I'm all one side or all the other. I was like, no, what do the scriptures say? And what's the rationale for this argument? And is this better or not? When it comes to COVID, I'm talking fast. I know we don't have so much time today, so I apologize, you guys. But I know we got a lot to get in. But I'm concerned as well. I mean, look, at we're dealing with Oh, the, I mean, people put so much trust in government. The Nazis did that. And they did that when the world was had far more moral inclinations and everybody had bought into uh, Darwinism to the degree they have now and more relativism, postmodernism. And Germany, man, they just took them for a ride. And next thing you know is six million Jews are killed and exterminated in concentration camps, over 50 million people dead uh, in World War II. Uh, and that was considered the most progressive society in, in, in Europe at the time. And you, you want to trust these guys? Are these all of a sudden, you know, did our leaders are happen to be just way more moral and they don't have any agendas? Do we have to actually look at each thing and test it by God's word ultimately? Yeah, I think that's really important for us to understand because, and I'd love to have a little more open discussion for you guys here on this topic specifically when it comes to government. And so you're like, well, who am I to trust? And another thing is, uh, to what level do I say I trust that my government has my best intentions? So when they're doing these mandates, when they're doing, you know, closing down shop and, and so forth and quarantine and whatever, uh, when do I put that trust there and say, you know what, this is great. I'm going to trust the government with whatever. Or is it they're going to be put to the test as well? Yeah. And I'll just say this. Would I rather have Trump in than Biden? <laughs> yeah. No doubt about it. I just started with that, uh, with what Trump had said to say, hey, guess what? Guess you guys, there's a lot of people who have a lot of different views on this, whether they're considered conservative or liberal. But when it comes to trust, uh, 
Man, I trust the Lord Jesus Christ. You know, he is the way, the truth, and the life. I trust his word. Jesus said, thy word is truth. Amen. So when I look at even leaders that are conservative, uh, the liberals, you know, I'm, I just got to be honest. If you can kill babies in the womb and, and accept, say it's acceptable, I can't listen to a word you say after that and believe that you have integrity. Okay. So I can't listen. To, I have a real hard time listening listen to the liberals. That doesn't mean they don't find an acorn once in a while or aren't right once in a while and line up. You know, today, I mean, Biden uh, just now gave his speech because of the terrorist attack at the airport. He quoted Isaiah and says, the Lord said, you know, who could I send? You know, and Isaiah said, Lord, send me. And, and great, these military people that are going to go and, you know, get these guys out there. I'm like, you know, we're talking about how that's a total misapplication of the text. You know, my son said, oh, you could use that to say that goes means goes uh, means to go out and kill people. And I thought, you know, we're think, talking about how you can so misuse scripture and you got to watch out for anybody. Test everything. I say test us all the time. You know, make sure what we're saying is biblical. But uh, Secretary of State under Trump, Pompeo, okay, strong, uh, you know, uh, personality, uh, very conservative in a lot of ways. We would say, man, he's great in a lot of ways. However, he was the head of the CIA. He was the Secretary of State under Trump. And listen to what Pompeo said. He said, he said, I was director, okay, I was CIA director. He said, we lied. We cheated. We stole, end quote, okay? So these are... Government leaders will lie all the time, guys. And it's interesting. CIA director after him, or Brennan, okay? John Brennan, okay? Very liberal. Uh, the guy, I'm sorry, you know? I have a struggle uh, with that guy. Just even looking at him makes me want to just <laughs> throw up almost because he's such a liar and, and he exudes evil at times. And uh, he was the CIA director and he said that, no, he just lied straight out, you know? We, you know, did not read you know, Senate uh, communications from the Senate staff. Of course, you know, we would never do that kind of thing. And guess what? Uh, he said they never hacked Senate computers, but, and I'm quoting liberal papers here, New York Times, the inquiry by CIA affirms it spied on Senate panel, CNN politics. CIA apologizes for spying on Senate committee, end quote. So you're seeing CIA lies, okay? Well, guess what? The former director of national intelligence, the director of national intelligence, James Clapper, he just lied bold-faced to Congress as though he was telling the truth and so forth. And uh, he said that they weren't collecting billions of parts of information of, of, of us, American people, and that they, they would never do that and so forth. Well, guess what? It came out that that was a huge lie as well. The World Health Organization. Okay, if you followed what was happening early on when, when the, the COVID and it was called coronavirus back then was first rolled out coming from Wuhan, uh, you, if you watch the news at all, you start to realize that the director of the WHO was in the pocket of China, you know, and he was doing their bidding. And he wasn't, the WHO was not even allowed by China to come into Wuhan for three weeks. Yet they were saying with China, yes, you know, China has said, and they're agreeing with it, that COVID is not transmitted humanly. That was a lie. And that lie caused the infection of millions and millions and millions of people and potentially, and possibly millions of deaths. I don't know what the exact number of deaths really is. So when you look at that, that's a huge concern as well because the WHO was just lying through their teeth. In the meantime, they're shutting down trans, uh, transporting people from Wuhan to others, other province, provinces in China, yet they're going from Wuhan to Italy, Wuhan to England, Wuhan to the United States, infecting us when China knew all along. At least Taiwan was saying, hey, China's not being honest about this. We have evidence that it's, it's communicated and that really got the ball rolling. So, it's just, so you know, the CIA lies. 
the director of national intelligence lies, the WHO lies, okay? The CDC, the Center of Disease Control, they've lied over and over again. Dr. Rochelle Walensky said uh, Thursday at the White House COVID-19 briefing, this is a, a quotation from a, a, a news source, quote, the science demonstrates that if you are fully vaccinated, and this was not last Thursday, it was several Thursdays ago, the science demonstrates that if you are fully vaccinated, you are protected, Walensky said. It, is that true? <laughs> okay. It is people who are not fully vaccinated in those settings who might not be wearing a mask who are not protected. And it is those that are encouraging uh, that encouraging to get it vaccinated and to wear a mask and to physically distance. So if you are vaccinated in those settings, you certainly uh, could wear a mask if you wanted to. But we are saying in those settings, based on the science, that it is safe. So they're telling people that were fully vaccinated that you're safe, don't worry. You can't get the virus early on. That's what she's saying. And you can't communicate to others. How many vaccinated people that are that are wearing it as a badge, I've been fully vaccinated, are communicating uh, COVID to grandma, and then grandma's dying now. And But they're saying, oh, it's all the anti-vaxxers and so forth. And get, I'm not a, a dyed-in-the-wool anti-vaxxer. I'm, I'm in between both positions saying, okay, I'm going to look and see, look, look at each vaccination on its own merit. I just happen to not trust many vaccinations, don't think you need many, but think there are others. I mean, I went to Uganda, had an anti-vaccine doctor uh, tell me, you know, and I've debated with him on, yeah, I, said, I think some vaccinations are are legit. He's like, pretty much no. And then I'm going to going to Uganda on a mission trip with my wife and family. He's like, Joe, you guys got to make sure you get the anti-malaria vaccination. You got to get this because this is over there. I go, I thought you were an anti-vaxxer. He goes, well, in certain cases, you know, you're right. You need them. I'm like, okay. So let's make sure uh, that's just my, and, and the Bible says, let each person be persuaded in his own mind. This isn't where you can go to, you know, Second Chronicles chapter four, verse 17, where it says, do not take vaccinations ever or take all vaccinations. There's no Bible verses specifically on it. So this is the area in Romans 14 where it says we're supposed to accept one another, but not for the sake of judging each other. We're supposed to love each other. That's why I can sit in a room with somebody who's a dyed in the wool, purple-faced, anti-vaxxer, and in a room with another believer who thinks vaccinations are just great and, and doesn't use much discernment about what you can take or not take and so forth. And I can love them both and speak to them as brothers and sisters in Christ, but encourage them to dig deeper in the truth and be encouraged myself. So I may, we want to make sure that we don't divide over these kinds of issues in the church because that's from the devil. The Bible says Satan is the one who causes division. The Bible says he's accused of the brethren. The Bible says there's a number of things he hates, and one of them is a brother that causes division. However, if what happens if the vaccination ends up eventually becoming the mark of the beast, well, then all bets are off because guess what? That's very clearly taught in scripture. You're telling me I need to take a vaccination that has 666 in it, which is the number of that guy that's rolling over there. And we're like, well, that's very clearly unbiblical. But we need to also make sure even if it is or if it isn't the mark of the beast, where is it going? So let me give you a couple more, bro, uh, because now we've got, you got Fauci. Did Fauci ever lie? And this guy's big time part of the establishment. He's been part of the establishment for years working for different administrations. And he just bold faced said, you know what? The, the masks don't work. You know, they don't work, you know? And then later on, it was like, oh no, the masks do work. Later on, he's like, taking, wear two masks, put them on kids. I'm like, which is it, buddy? And he's like, well, you know, I said the masks didn't work because I really wanted the N95s to be reserved for, you know, the, the base. I'm kind of paraphrasing, but he said for the medical establishment, I didn't want everybody to go out and buy them. Well, then what you're saying, if you really sincerely believe they work, Okay, and there's the jury's out on that even still, right? As far as uh, bona fide uh, uh, studies, efficiency. okay, you know, efficiency and so forth. But if you really, if you really were saying that because of that reason, Mr. Fauci, I'm sorry, I can't believe anything you say now. I really can't because you were telling me you either are lying and you believe they work, or you're lying and you believe and you believe right now they don't work. Either way, you're lying because when he had stated that, he basically he didn't say, well, they might not work 
why don't you just say, hey, you know what? The medical community needs these things first. And uh, we're gonna, we want to make sure they get them and so forth. Well, somebody could say, well, people would rather have got them anyway because they work. Well, maybe so. But don't tell me lies when you're representing the government of the United States and you're telling me if you believe that's a lie and you're telling me bold-faced lie. So I'm saying you could look at Fauci, you could look at all these, I can just go through them. The FBI, one more. Did the FBI lie to us about collusion with Trump and Russia? <laughs> For a few years, man. I mean, how many hundreds of billions of hours were lost by people watching MSNBC, watching, you know, uh, <laughs> watching Russian CNN, yeah. you know, yeah. and even watching Fox trying to get some clarity because they brought some clarity to that issue. I'm not a total Fox fan, although I do believe I have more truth than uh, the other networks there. But it's quite amazing because the FBI lied through their teeth for years. And you had guys, you know, who knew the intelligence wasn't there, who pretended it was, who were leading these intelligence committees. So brothers and sisters, the Bible says, curse is one who puts his trust in man. So we can't trust what these guys are saying often. And that doesn't mean they're not speaking accurately and there's not well-intentioned people in government. I believe there are. But a lot of what's going on has been lies. So my concern is that, yeah, Romans chapter 13 is very, very clear that we are to, Paul, by the Holy Spirit, if you treasure God's word, you treasure what Paul's writing, which is the word of God, by the Holy Spirit, it very clearly tells us to obey, the, the, the pay our taxes, obey the government. And that's when the government was wicked. Nero was running the government when Paul wrote, wrote that, and he was, and Paul was beheaded by Nero, okay? So say it, however, the scriptures are really clear. When government tells us to do something that's contrary to the Lord and God's word, we always go with God's word. You know, whether it was the midwives not allowing baby Moses to be killed, whether it was, uh, uh, they were told in Acts chapter 4 and 5, the book of Acts, that they weren't to go back into a town, uh, a specific city, and preach. They were actually whipped and flogged, and Peter said, we better to obey God than to obey man. So anything that the government tells us that's contrary to the word of God, we must, in good conscience, as Christians who fear and love the Lord Jesus Christ, we must obey the Lord. No, I, I agree. And I want to thank you guys uh, so much for joining us on this. this is, it's such an important topic for us to discuss because now we're really going to get into a little more of the meat of the scriptures regarding this because this is where we really want to talk about is what do the scriptures say concerning the mark of the beast? Because I think that is so vitally, vitally important for us to understand because if we're going to ask the question about, hey, is the vaccine the mark of the beast? We have to say, what is the mark of the beast and what is the vaccine? Both those questions need to be asked, whether it's from the aborted fetal cells and so forth, but also specifically what is in it. Uh, you know, Joe's been going over specifically his own having COVID. Sadly, if you guys go to the Great Reset, which is the video that we recorded um, a number of months ago, uh, man, the last year actually is when we did it, um, regarding a lot of the players behind some of this stuff, and if you guys go and check that out, I actually was COVID positive unknowingly, uh, unbeknownst to me at the time. And that is after that video is when I gave COVID to yeah, we're Pastor sitting Joe here. Uh, and we recorded that video and it was a really, really important video. It was one of the more important videos I think we did. That was less than a week after my cardiologist said, because I had all of a sudden a new heart problem, which I never had any heart problems before. And I don't have it now by the grace of God. Said, don't get COVID or you won't survive. If you yeah. get COVID, you won't survive. But God, God got me through that many, you know that testimony. And here we are. Yeah, and here so. we are. And we're talking about it because this is important. And you know what? <clears throat> I know you... That's one reason I want to inject COVID into me or a, 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 <laughs> a, you know, a spike protein that's going to enhance and trick my body, make antibodies that are already there and perhaps cause huge harm. And I do want to, I don't want to say that we're belittling also the fact that coronavirus or COVID-19 something can be very serious because you, I know, just literally, guys, I, I'm not exaggerating, I'm not making this up. 
Joe had to call me on the way. I'm running late because you were counseling someone who we love. Yeah, you know, huge important person for the ministry. People that have, you know, I was talking to the wife of a brother that has COVID, uh, and I was talking to another brother that has COVID, and uh, we're talking about his condition. There was two different people I was talking to, and I'm a pastor, so there's a lot of pastoral ministry, and that's why it's not. That's why I'm not so. I'm not super black and white on this issue because COVID's real. It kicked my rear end, man. Worst thing I ever had physically in my life. Talking to Doug Stebbleton, he's helping us. He's he's part of our crew, man. He's a great brother. He said COVID. I was talking to him today, and we were talking about you know the projects and stuff we're working on. But it started off with COVID talk. He goes, Joe, man. Now I got a taste of what you went through, and he said this is the worst thing I've ever went through. It's real. So people say, ah, it's nothing. For some people, it bounces off them, but uh, for some of us, man, it, it hits you pretty hard, especially if you're a bit older, you know. Uh, and it's it's deadly. Okay, so let's not pretend that COVID doesn't exist. Okay. People that act like it's not a big deal if you get it. Uh, people that are like, well, you know, I don't have to be concerned about whether I give COVID or get COVID and give it to somebody or not. How is that the love of Christ? I mean, if you can, if you have enough knowledge to know that you can get COVID and go around an old lady, a dear old lady who has some conditions that shouldn't get COVID, and then you just embrace her and give her a big, big giant hug and act like everything's fine, and you think that you may even have COVID, how is that the love of Christ? So we are concerned about, I'm, I'm you know what? Last thing I want to do. When I knew I had COVID, it would be around anybody that I could transfer it to, okay? So I want to make sure that we understand that we are very anti-COVID. However, I also understand that there are protocols that we can give to people that would keep them from those states that are short of the vaccination because vaccination could be, could be deadly and the vaccination could help in certain instances, no doubt about it. In fact, I have, you know, some people say, well, you can still get it with the vaccination. We got to shoot fair. We got to be fair. Yeah, you can still get the COVID when you've got the vaccination in you. For sure, many people are. But it's that, but the honesty, the truth is so far, you're less likely, far less likely to go to the hospital and far, far less likely to die. So now we need to look at the vaccination and say, okay, wait a minute. Uh, in fact, she got chewed out, Teresa. She said, the doctor chewed me out. She said, because I, I prevented him from getting the vaccination. And I don't know that that's true, that she actually prevented, you know, Paul, he's, yeah, he's I, I doubt Paul's that. a very strong personality. <laughs> I don't think she prevented it, but she was just upset because the doctor had been yelling at her. And I would never, to me, it's not a one-size-fits-all necessary, necessarily. So I would hate to counsel somebody, you know what, I don't think you should get the vaccination. And then they get COVID and they have underlying conditions and they die. That would be on me, okay? And we need to start taking that seriously. However, I'd hate to tell somebody, you know what, you really should get the vaccination. And then they have, a, and, and especially if they've already had COVID, and then they have, uh, you know, get blood clots or, or, and a number of people died. You can go to the VAERS website, okay? That's the government reporting website. And I think it's around 14 uh, thousand people in the U.S. right now uh, that have died from the vaccination. That's that's reported. Okay, now that's interesting. There's a whistleblower that came out. I think you reported that was working with the CDC, and that was just one department taking numbers from one swath of people. He said, "Hey, we found there were 45,000 people that died." I'm not saying that that's truth. That's what he's saying. Now he has legal representation because they came against him. I don't know what the truth is there. The, the thing is, you see what see what I just said? I don't know what the truth is there. Why do I say that? Because a lot of times. Those that are pro-COVID, anti-COVID, they'll read something and they'll quote it as absolute truth, okay? We need to be careful of that. We can make a statement like this in this program, but I try not to say anything I can't verify. And I think this is important because if you go to the VAERS website, this is a website that, uh, there was even a Harvard study on this site stating uh, that it's true that, uh, that, I mean, because they looked at their analytics and they say less than 1% of people actually report and it's to report basically, uh, it's an obituary report because of diseases, 
vaccinations and so forth. And if you go to that site, you'll see, I think it's around 13 something, 14,000. I looked at it a couple days ago. And uh, the Vera site might be a good site just to have on your phone to show people, hey, look, yeah, people are dying from the vaccination. So it's about almost 14,000 right now uh, that have died on the Vera site that have been reported. And they say that the reports that they get for vaccinations are, are about 1%. So now if you do the math, which I'm not saying this is legit, but if you do the math, one times 14,000, that's an astronomical number. And I have a hard time believing that that would be the death rate by those vaccinated because then we'd all have people that we know that were vaccinated and died. And that's not the case. So the number is probably not that either, but it's probably far greater than 14,000 that have almost 14,000 that have reported deaths. And these are, by the way, regarding the virus site, if you give false information to the virus site, you can be prosecuted literally by the federal government. I mean, because it's that serious. So we got about 14,000 people that have died in the country that have somewhat verified according to VARES. And now it could be far greater than that because a small percentage or a smaller percentage than actually let's say it's only 70% that actually report, okay, 80%. There's still, there's a lot of people that have died from the vaccination. So again, why, if you've had COVID and you have natural immunity, which is better than the vaccination, why would you put the vaccination on top of that when it could bring death, especially when there's some concerns that on top of the, having had the virus already, you're multiplying, you're doubling, or you're adding something foreign in your body when you've got God's natural immunity. You've been listening to the Good Fight Radio Show brought to you by Good Fight Ministries. If you're blessed by this show and would like to partner with us, please consider visiting our Patreon page at patreon.com goodfight. Or you can write to us at P.O. Box 2202, Simi Valley, California, 93062. Or call us toll free at 1-866-JC-TRUTH. That's 1-866-528-7884. We hope you'll tune in next time on the Good Fight Radio Show.